0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's Word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's Word for today. Numbers chapter 22. The Israelites traveled on and camped in the plains of Moab, near the Jordan, across from Jericho. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. Moab was terrified of the people because they were numerous, and Moab dreaded the Israelites. So the Moabites said to the elders of Midian, This horde will devour everything around us like an ox eats up the green plants in the field. Since Balak, son of Zippor, was Moab's king at that time, he sent messengers to Balaam, son of Beor, at Pithor, which is by the Euphrates in the land of his people. Balak said to him, Look, a people has come out of Egypt. They cover the surface of the land and are living right across from me. Please come and put a curse on these people for me, because they are more powerful than I am. I may be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land, For I know that those you bless are blessed, and those you curse are cursed. The elders of Moab and Midian departed with fees for divination in hand. They came to Balaam and reported Balak's words to him. He said to them, Spend the night here, and I will give you the answer the Lord tells me. So the officials of Moab stayed with Balaam. Then God came to Balaam and asked, Who are these men with you? Balaam replied to God, "Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent this message to me. Look, a people has come out of Egypt, and they cover the surface of the land. Now come and put a curse on them for me. I may be able to fight against them and drive them away. Then God said to Balaam, You are not to go with them. You are not to curse this people, for they are blessed. So Balaam got up the next morning and said to Balak's officials, Go back to your land, because the Lord has refused to let me go with you. The officials of Moab arose, returned to Balak, and reported, Balaam refused to come with us. Balak sent officials again, who were more numerous and higher in rank than the others. They came to Balaam and said to him, This is what Balak, son of Zippor, says, Let nothing keep you from coming to me, for I will greatly honor you and do whatever you ask me. So please come and put a curse on these people for me. But Balaam responded to the servants of Balak. If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the command of the Lord, my God, to do anything small or great. Please stay here overnight as the others did, so that I may find out what else the Lord has to tell me. God came to Balaam at night and said to him, Since these men have come to summon you, get up and go with them. But you must only do what I tell you. Then he got up in the morning, Balaam saddled his donkey, and went with the officials of Moab. But God was incensed that Balaam was going, and the angel of the Lord took his stand on the path to oppose him. Balaam was riding his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing on the path with a drawn sword in his hand, she turned off the path and went into the field. So Balaam hit her to return to the path. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow passage between the vineyards with a stone wall on either side. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord and pressed herself against the wall, squeezing Balaam's foot against it. So he hit her once again. The angel of the Lord went ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she crouched down under Balaam. So he became furious and beat the donkey with his stick. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and she asked Balaam, "'What have I done to you that you have beaten me these three times?' Balaam answered the donkey, "'You made me look like a fool. If I had a sword in my hand, I'd kill you now.' But the donkey said, "'Am I not the donkey you've ridden all your life until today? Have I ever treated you this way before?' "'No,' he replied.' Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the path with a drawn sword in his hand. Balaam knelt low and bowed in worship on his face. The angel of the Lord asked him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Look, I came out to oppose you because I consider what you are doing to be evil. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If she had not turned away from me, I would have killed you by now and let her live. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you were standing in the path to confront me. And now if it is evil in your sight, I will go back. Then the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you are to say only what I tell you. So Balaam went with Balak's officials. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite city on the Arnon border at the edge of his territory. Balak asked Balaam, Did I not send you an urgent summons? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? Balaam said to him, Look, I have come to you, but can I say anything I want? I must speak only the message God puts in my mouth. So Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiriath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle, sheep, and goats and sent for Balaam and the officials who were with him. In the morning, Balak took Balaam and brought him to Bamoth Baal. From there, he saw the outskirts of the people's camp. Numbers chapter 23 Then Balaam said to Balak, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. So Balak did as Balaam directed and they offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here by your burnt offering while I am gone. Maybe the Lord will meet with me, and I will tell you whatever he reveals to me. So he went to a barren hill. God met with him, and Balaam said to him, I have arranged seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then the Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak and say what I tell you. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with all the officials of Moab. Balaam proclaimed his poem. Balaam, Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, put a curse on Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. Can I curse someone God has not cursed? How can I denounce someone the Lord has not denounced? I see them from the top of rocky cliffs, and I watch them from the hills. There is a people living alone. It does not consider itself among the nations. Who has counted the dust of Jacob, or numbered even one-fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the upright. Let the end of my life be like theirs. What have you done to me, Balaam?" Balaam? I brought you to curse my enemies. But look, You have only blessed them. He answered, Shouldn't I say exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place where you can see them. You will only see the outskirts of their camp. You won't see all of them. From there, put a curse on them for me. So Balak took him to Lookout Field on top of Pisgah, built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, "'Stay here by your burnt offering while I seek the Lord over there.'" The Lord met with Balaam and put a message in his mouth. Then he said, "'Return to Balak and say what I tell you.'" So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with the officials of Moab. Balaam asked him, "'What did the Lord say?' Balaam proclaimed his poem, "'Balak, get up and listen.'" Son of Zippor, pay attention to what I say. God is not a man that he might lie, or a son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act, or promise and not fulfill? I have indeed received a command to bless, since he is blessed. I cannot change it. He considers no disaster for Jacob. He sees no trouble for Israel. The Lord their God is with them, and there is rejoicing over the king among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He is like the horns of a wild ox for them. There is no magic curse against Jacob and no divination against Israel. It will now be said about Jacob and Israel, what great things God has done. A people rise up like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion. They will not lie down until they devour the prey and drink the blood of the slain. Then Balak told Balaam, Don't curse them and don't bless them. But Balaam answered him, Didn't I tell you? Whatever the Lord says, I must do. Again, Balak said to Balaam, Please come. I will take you to another place. Maybe it will be agreeable to God that you can put a curse on them for me there. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the wasteland. Balaam told Balak, Build me seven altars here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. So Balak did as Balaam said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Numbers chapter 24 Since Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go to seek omens as on previous occasions, but turned toward the wilderness. When Balaam looked up and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, THE SPIRIT OF GOD CAME ON HIM, AND HE PROCLAIMED HIS POEM. THE ORACLE OF Balaam, SON OF BEOR, THE ORACLE OF THE MAN WHOSE EYES ARE OPENED, THE ORACLE OF ONE WHO HEARS THE SAYINGS OF GOD, WHO SEES A VISION FROM THE ALMIGHTY, WHO FALLS INTO A TRANCE WITH HIS EYES UNCOVERED. HOW BEAUTIFUL ARE YOUR TENTS, JACOB, YOUR DWELLINGS, ISRAEL. THEY STRETCH OUT LIKE RIVER VALLEYS, LIKE GARDENS BESIDE A STREAM. Like aloes the Lord has planted, like cedars besides the water. Water will flow from his buckets, and his seeds will be by abundant water. His king will be greater than Agag, and his kingdom will be exalted. God brought him out of Egypt. He is like the horns of a wild ox for them. He will feed on enemy nations and gnaw their bones. He will strike them with his arrows. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness, who dares to rouse him. Those who bless you will be blessed, and those who curse you will be cursed. Then Balak became furious with Balaam, struck his hands together and said to him, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you have blessed them these three times. Now go to your home. I said I would reward you richly, but look, the Lord has denied you a reward." Balaam answered Balak, Didn't I previously tell the messengers you sent me? If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the Lord's command, do anything good or bad of my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says. Now I am going back to my people, but first let me warn you what these people will do to your people in the future. Then he proclaimed his poem. The Oracle of Balaam, Son of Beor the oracle of the man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of the one who hears the sayings of God and has knowledge from the Most High, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I perceive him, but not near. A star will come from Jacob, and a scepter will arise from Israel. He will smash the forehead of Moab and strike down all the Shethites. Edom will become a possession. Seir will become possession of its enemies, but Israel will be triumphant. One who comes from Jacob will rule. He will destroy the city's survivors. Then Balaam saw Amalek and proclaimed his poem. Amalek was first among the nations, but his future is destructions. Next he saw the Kenites, and he proclaimed his poem. Your dwelling place is enduring. Your nest is set in the cliffs. Cain will be destroyed when Asher takes you captive. Once more he proclaimed his poem. Ah, who can live when God does this? Ships will come from the coast of Kittim. They will carry out raids against Asher and Eber. But they too will come to destruction. Balaam then arose and went back to his homeland Balak also went his way.
1: Romans chapter 12 Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly, as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we are who are many, are one body in Christ." and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the portion of one's faith. If service, use it in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, in exhortion. Giving with generosity. Leading with diligence. Showing mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, Leave room for God's wrath, because it is written, Vengeance belongs to me, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for in doing so you will be heaping fiery coals on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good.
0: This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.